You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 243. Today, I'm walking you through the three common traps struggling coaches get into with their messaging without even realizing it and what to do instead. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services, and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for pushing play on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And if this is the first time you're hanging out, welcome. I'm super pumped that you're here. Let's go ahead and dive right in. So as a former district fitness manager for a national gym and someone who has built two multiple six-figure businesses online... I am constantly looking at other people's messaging. I work with 30 coaches at a very high level where we deep dive into messaging. And I am constantly, consistently looking at other people's messaging, helping them build profitable businesses, as well as being one of the main coaches or senior coaches for one of my mentors, Brandon Lucero, And I have been working and looking at messaging for years. And in today's episode, we're going to be diving into the three common traps that struggling coaches get into when it comes to messaging without even realizing it. So let's just go ahead and dive in. So number one, we're going to talk about one of the biggest mistakes that people get into with their messaging. And it's something I see all of the time, it doesn't matter where this messaging is, is that they don't understand the differences between messaging and copy. So let's just go ahead and say that right now. It does not matter how tricky, how amazing your copy, your language, your patterns are. If you do not have a message, think about copy as the language, as the gasoline to the car, the message. It drives the message. And so what happens is people get this blurred. And so they end up hiring these really expensive copywriters, which is awesome. I have, I love copywriters. I have nothing against them. But if you don't know what your message is, what it is that you stand for, then it doesn't matter how amazing the copy is. It's not going to land. It's not going to take off. So people end up staying in a noise, in a sea of the echo chamber of social media because they do not have a line in the sand for what it is that they stand for. And and so what ends up happening is that people will try to niche down using demographics, which is the old way of doing it. And they'll say things like, oh, I help busy women get fit. I help busy moms get fit. Well, let me ask you, have you ever met a mom that doesn't identify as busy? Because I would love to meet her. That is not a differentiating factor. Now you are, you're just speaking to the masses. You're not getting specific. So we're going to get to number two. That's going to get me to number two. But right now, number one, what I want us to really 
think about when it comes to crafting your message is what is it do that you stand for? If you could talk about anything and everything all day long, what would that be? And let's just put on the shelf for a second. Let's just put a pin in it. I don't know if you watch Disney or Bolt. That's a reference to, let's put a pin in it. If you couldn't get it wrong, what would you do? What would you talk about all day long if you weren't getting paid? Okay. Don't worry. This is not me saying you're not going to get paid for what it is, the value that you bring. This is me saying, if you knew that you couldn't get it wrong, what would you talk about all day long, every single day? For me, it would be messaging. For me, it would be business building, offer creation, and communicating the right offer to the right person at the right time. In fact, that's exactly what I do all day long. And I love doing it. What is it for you? And I specifically love doing it for fitness people because I know how the power of movement, the power of eating well transformed my life and how I've seen so many of my friends and and clients suffer. My old clients, before I got into this, before I got into building businesses, they suffered. And I want to help really smart coaches who care about the science of training because that was me. I couldn't understand why people who just were genetically born with six packs were crushing it at life and I was continuing to struggle. So common trap number one, get clear on your message. What is it that you bring to the table? And then the second trap that I see a lot of people get into, which I started to talk about, which is that they practice the old way of niching. And when you are general, you do not speak to anyone. So the niche is not the demographics. Get into the psychographics. When you are very clear and concise and specific on the problem that you solve, the way that you solve it, and the outcome that you deliver on, then your client will subconsciously self-sell themselves. They raise their hand and go, that's me. And they slide into your DMs and say, hey, that post that you posted would really resonate with me. It was about me. Can you help me with this? Get specific. And then the third common trap that people get into is that they spend their time speaking to people who are not in momentum. You need to connect with your champagne client. Now, when I say champagne client, people will say, oh, Beverly wants you to speak to the Beyonce's of the world, the top 1% of the 1%. And that is plain and simple, not true. What makes someone a champagne client is that your client recognizes that not only are they in a problem, but they're in a problem, they're in momentum that they want to solve. Because what so many struggling coaches do is that they're like, okay, well, I'm not yet ready to serve a champagne client. So I'm going to help the struggling client. And what ends up happening is that they will cater all of their messaging to someone who is not yet ready to say yes to themselves. They are not in momentum to see that this problem is really urgent and needs to change it. So you end up convincing someone that they need to take action. And when you are in momentum to when you are communicating to people who need convincing, here's what happens. You end up struggling longer because your clients 
You end up thinking, oh, I just need to be cheaper, cheap, 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 cheap. And you end up way undercharging for people who are not committed. So you start thinking, oh, maybe my stuff doesn't work. And it's the process that's the problem. When in reality, you are actually communicating to people who are not yet ready to say yes to themselves. Now, it's not that those people are bad or wrong or don't have a purpose and that we shouldn't help them. Of course, you can have accessible offers. Everybody needs to be helped in my opinion, but you can only be helped to the level of committed to yourself that you are willing to be. You cannot help the people who do not want to be helped. And for better or worse, there are people out there that don't want to be helped yet. And that's okay. We can keep, we can keep creating accessible options. We can keep driving and, and, and connecting and helping those people to the way that we can, but not at the expense of our own cup. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You want to open up a nonprofit and help more people. Guess what you're going to need? Time, energy, effort, and money. All of those resources are going to be needed in order to help that. And so if you want to create that, then we need to, and you want to make a bigger impact, then you're going to need access to those resources. So we need to speak to our champagne client, people who are in momentum, who are ready to solve that problem. So now let's just kind of dive into, well, how? How are we going to do that? So here is, if you have not yet already, grab a pen and paper. And I really want you to write these questions down because this is what you need to know in order to find those champagne clients. Number one, the level one problem awareness. What is the problem that your clients are in and know that they're in? And then number two, what is the real problem? Because here's the truth of the matter. You're struggling clients, okay? They either don't know that they're in the problem. They think it doesn't pertain to them or it's not It's not about them or they're doing all the wrong things to fix it. So it's your job to meet them where they're at with the problem that they know that they're in and expose and diagnose the real problem and then remove what is in the way. Because all of your clients are operating from mistakes and misconceptions. Otherwise, they wouldn't be struggling. And good news is that for every problem that you solve, there will be a new problem. So the idea isn't that we're going to rid the world of problems. We're just going to keep solving the next problem, the next problem, the next problem. Having problems is a good thing. It's the human experience.
Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.